Welcome back to our third episode of Friends Don't Let Friends Make a Podcast. I just wanted to give a brief starter and let everyone know that we had some audio difficulties due to Angelica being on the road. We called each other with the Anchor app, and if we were both talking at the same time, it cut one of us out. But it should be back to normal next week. We don't foresee that happening again, but, you know, life happens. There, So there is going to be some silence, and there is going to be some baby babbling in the back because it was way before his bedtime. So with that being said, enjoy. Friends can let friends adopt away too many cats. Friends can let friends spill the tea, the cheese, the gag. Friends can let friends sing while drunk off their ass. But friends don't let friends make a podcast. Hi. Hi. Uh, welcome to Friends Don't Let Friends Make a Podcast. Yes. That's Anjelica. And that is Tori with a Y. And today we have two special guests. We got Marie and Lucille. And Annika, so we got three. Yeah, they're from Florida, kind of. I'm not from Florida. I don't know. <laughs> I've been affectionately referring to both you and Marie as the Floridians the whole time that you've been visiting. So. Every time I tell someone about Angelica's friends that I stay with us, I'm like, yeah, they're from Florida and they're doing a cross country oh, tour. That is insulting to Angelica. So it's kind of a special episode, a little bit. In the fact that, A, we do have special guests, which is brand new for us. B, this is also our third episode, which I consider to be important because three is my lucky number. And then C, this is a long-distance episode because I am not currently there with Tori and Lucille and Marie. I am on a solo road trip, and I have about, like, an hour and a half left to go. So we're finding a way for me to pass the time without wanting to die. (laughs) So we decided, let's shoot an episode. Yep. So here we are. Or there they are, and here I am, alone. <laughs> and sad. Okay, before we get into the topic, we need to talk about the freaking butterfly migration that's happening. It's wild. It happens every year. It happens every year. The monarchs, in the fall, usually in September, start to migrate to the south which is San Antonio and below, okay, which is fine, except for the fact that on this road trip alone, I've been driving for like two hours. On this road trip alone, I feel most likely near 500 butterflies. (laughs) Like, that's not even exaggerating. I have limited visibility on my windshield right now because there's so many dead butterflies on it. And for some reason... My wiper fluid is not working, and I have nowhere to, like, pull over and wipe them off. So I'm having to, like, adjust the way that I'm sitting to look through little patches of dead butterflies so I can drive safely. I will post a picture of the front of my car on Instagram later, on our on our um, podcast Instagram, so that way you can see how terrible and how many butterflies are attached to my car. It's ridiculous. Like, it, I've never seen this many. It happens every year. I've lived in San Antonio for years now, and I've never seen this many. I know. And there's even, now this year, there's, if you don't live in San Antonio, you should go look. Google it. Look on Facebook. There's a whole San Antonio page right now where people are just posting on Twitter all their pictures about how they're trying to avoid the butterflies and what it's like driving with the butterflies. It's wild. It's like a meme now. Yeah, it is. It's a meme. It's wild. Yeah, I hate it. I need all of the butterflies to stop migrating for, like, the next hour so I can drive well. Imagine having to drive through them at night. I don't want to. I don't want to imagine that. And there's a chance that I might have to do that. That'll be fun. It'll be an adventure. I guess. I mean, it's already an adventure going on this trip by myself because this is my first time going to this place. In general, like, it's not my first time going in general. It's my first time driving there, you know? Yeah. And I'm driving alone in almost the nighttime. I'm getting lots of butterflies trying to kill themselves on my car. 
It'll be a great time had by all, even the butterflies and their dead carcasses. Even the butterflies. <laughs> they remind me a lot. I don't know if anyone watches Rick and Morty, but they remind me a lot of Mr. Meeseeks. Like, I just want to die. Like, all right. So, tell me something. Well, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna tell you something. I'm gonna have Lucille and Marie tell you about veganism. <laughs> oh, they're vegan. Legitimately, though, I am a vegan. I know. You're you're a literal, actual vegan. <laughs> yeah, nothing's offensive because it's a vegan making fun of vegans. There you go. Oliver, let her speak. <laughs> throw something like 50 yards away and let him go play uh, That's what I'm trying to do with the fork. I'm trying to Fetch. throw the fork away. <laughs> what? He's trying to come... And bug us, so I'm grabbing this fork in his hand and I'm throwing it across the house. Oh, it went under the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Playing fetch with our PAs. Give me a minute. Are you? Did you just admit to playing fetch with our assistant, Tori? There's an all-over crisis going on. Great. Always is though. I just closed. I mean, humans are just crisis. In a nutshell. You're right. Where's so, the Marie and I are never having kids. That's fine. Same. <laughs> I'll have him for all of you. One's enough. Please don't. That's why. Please don't. Not for the four of us. Okay. Oh, got it. I thought you were going to, like, birth some for all of us. And I'm like, no, that's okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't want any more. Good. My grandma wants you to have six, Tori. Yeah, I remember that. Her grandma wants me to have six. She was like, you have a beautiful child. Please have six more. And I was like... Oh god! No, um, so vegans <laughs> can't have kids because that's breeding, and breeding is wrong. <laughs> breeding isn't vegan. <laughs> Adopt, not breed. Adopt, don't yeah, shop. Exactly. Oh, okay, <laughs> I didn't know that's how that works. You learn something new every day, Angelica. There you go. So, I just need to wipe off my windshield. I have a question about some some vegan stuff so so i don't know anything about anything so i need to know this is a popular topic that i've heard and all the all the arguments so how do you get your protein we no yeah <laughs> we never get protein she's just perpetually protein deficient oh okay um, we just eat kale all the time and then sometimes spinach sometimes arugula what's arugula Sort of like spinach. Oh. So you got kale and two types of spinach. Yep. And oh. dirt. Can't and, forget oh, the dirt. Yeah. We love the dirt. And it- Arugula and dirt. Spinach. It's like a funky shaped spinach. But not spinach. Great. I also have a master degree in veganism. Oh, good. Do you? Oh, yeah. How Very helpful. We only talk to qualified professionals on this show. Okay. So to get qualified to be a vegan, you have to tell yes. everyone you're a vegan. So no matter oh, what, you are, what you're doing, you have to make sure they know you're vegan. <laughs> you walk in oh. church, you just scream at the pastor, hey, I'm vegan. Yes. <laughs> Same. So can anyone be a vegan? Or mm, It's a, it's a <laughs> one. We like to think so. But then we'd have no one to make fun of if everyone became vegan. Because, <laughs> so, you know, since we don't eat a lot of good food, we get our fuel by criticizing other people. Ooh. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's me. Maybe I was secretly vegan all along and I just never knew because I too get my fuel from criticizing others. You found out the secret. There you go. It just took. It's a always been inside of me. That out. What? It just took a whole podcast for you to find that out. I know. There you go. Learn something new every day. Yeah, good things are coming out of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Do you have any questions on Helica? Me? Yeah, for for Lucille. About. Okay, so I do have a question. Okay, so. Uh, aside from like meat, because obviously, what foods are not considered vegan? Besides from just like the general like meat thing, because duh. 
Well, dairy, eggs, sometimes humans. It depends who you talk to. <laughs> Got it. We'll get into that later because I'm also a minimalist. It ties into minimalism, so. Oh. So, 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 are you saying, are you making the case that, like, Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs could arguably be a vegan? Again, it depends who you ask. Because. Got it. Have, Got it. You have the vegans, and then you have yeah. the cult vegans where anything cucumber is just, you can't eat it. <laughs> Except then Got you. Got it they're also against eating cucumbers i'm not making a joke legitimately there are vegans that are against eating cucumbers why why i think it hurts the cucumber what i'm not joking right now but what about all the other food those don't have feelings yeah i i don't even know <laughs> okay you know what that reminds me? have you ever heard that theory there's some kind of philosophical theory and i don't know who coined it but it's like everything has feelings so like a tree can feel if you make it into a chair like it's a whole thing i've heard like that's what that reminds me of i don't know who said that i did but I've heard i'm that. sure there's vegans that think that probably so then they would take- what would you even do just drink water all the time and die like <laughs> just drink water and be sad me um, i guess be on this diet as to a carrot before you eat it me oh my god <laughs> I'm sorry, Carrot, but I have to eat you. Same. I need a little bit of protein in me. Or vitamin. No, no, vitamin. I don't get protein. Sorry. No, my bad. My vitamin bad. A from oh. carrots. I also, I learned recently that they're not even that good for you because they apparently have a bunch of sugar in them. I didn't know that. Carrots? Yeah. I was like, yeah, oh. but they're good for your eyes. And they were like, no, they're actually well, not that good. Can I, can I add a fact in there? Yeah. One that, of course, the vegans. Yeah. Um, so basically, you have your bad sugar, like, Oreos. Obviously, they're totally crap for you. But then the sugar in the fruits, it balances out because of the fiber in the fruit. Because our body needs that natural fiber to process the sugar. So it balances So they are good for you. Oh. Sorry, I need you to stop sending me links and things because now you're just promoting texting and driving and that's not safe. What? Marie keeps sending me stuff while we're recording, but I'm driving, and I'm like, how do you expect me to look at this, because we don't text and drive in this house. Texting and Marie, driving is not allowed in this I house. I shunning you. <gasps> do you text and drive, man? No. Lucille? Counterpoint? Does she text and drive? No. Okay. <laughs> She'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If That's the me. road doesn't kill her, I will. Oh! <laughs> Wow. I mean, I in that case, it's vegan, right? Depends who you ask. Well, because she could be texting, driving, and hit a deer. And that's not very vegan. You're right. That's not vegan oh. at all. If You're right. Downsize her, then it's oh. all good. <laughs> <laughs> if you downsize her, oh my god. So explain, explain a little bit more about this downsizing thing. What does that have okay. to do with veganism? So that is called minimalism. Totally different topic, but it's also not. I don't know how that works, but just roll with it. All right. And minimalism is living with less. Got it. That's about as far as it goes. And then everyone argues what that means, basically. Ah. Oliver, we're trying to record. Stop it. (laughs) So what would be, like, an example of minimalism? Okay, so Maria and I are both minimalists, so I'm going to let her take this one. Why am I taking it? Because I took all the... Because you haven't talked yet! Okay, rule one, throw out all of your shit. Just throw it all out. Step two, burn your house down. Step three, go live in a fucking tent in the woods. (laughs) Wow. Okay. But what about, okay, so what about your, like, clothes? Do you only keep the ones that you're wearing on your back? Yeah. So you it better be, be naked. Your, oh, my God. <laughs> so it better be your favorite pair. I, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I have been naked and washed clothes before. I mean, you did that to send me pictures of your closet to show everything. Oh, yeah, on. yeah. I wanted to. <laughs> you're like, by so, the way, I'm naked. So part of minimalism is bragging about everything you do own. 
and everything oh, you don't exactly own. you want to brag to others hey look i'm a minimalist so then you take pictures of your closet but you have to make sure you're naked so everything's in there oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and so, that way when people counter well what about the clothes you're wearing how much are you wearing and then you can be like nothing kinky yeah kinky <laughs> <laughs> baby turn that camera on selfie mode ah! <laughs> I'm sorry to my mom in advance <laughs> no, sorry mom show sorry, me that minimalist body <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you just say your minimalist body so maybe that would be considered a minimalist body oh, yeah probably I'm like 88 I'm three it's... pounds over minimalism <laughs> I'm extremely over minimalism, man. So me too, girl. Me too. <laughs> I came. But could short people be considered minimalist because we've like downsized our height? That's true. They're more genetic. So, so we're we're kind of minimalist. There you go. See, we're kind of minimalist and we're kind of vegan. Yeah. We just never knew it. So do you know, since you brag to everybody about how much stuff you own, do you know how many pieces of, like, how many material items you have? I'm pretty sure I sent you this. Um, so I, um, well, I had 161, but I just bought some clean supplies. I'm literally not joking. I had 161 items, but now, I don't know, less than 200. Like, in total of everything that you own? Yes. Every single thing. My clothes, my car, underwear, you name it. Less than 200? Yes. Oh, that's crazy. That's wild. I can't even fathom that. No. There's no words. I... (laughs) But you know the really important part of minimalism? This is the ultimate goal. What? What? So... I'm having a bit of a struggle. Oh, my nice. sister. Okay. My sister's town has a population of about 451 people. But yeah. I've been thinking of helping her downsize, but I just don't want it to look too cluttered. Yeah, but God. I don't want to waste all the bodies. That's quite a pickle. It really is. I need to know what the solution is. Burn them. Oh, true. That, that, yeah, that makes them solid. That's the ashes. That's so much clutter. Well, could you not just, like, leave them in the wilderness for the predators? Because then you'd be helping the animals that you're not eating. Exactly. There we go. That is ultimate vegan minimalism. And then it's all just a There you go. Yes. So it'll it'll all figure itself out. Yeah, vegans, your minimalism. I just heard that uh, no, yeah, San Francisco by the year 2020 plans to be zero waste. So I'm guessing everybody's a vegan minimalist. Oh yeah, definitely. Because you have to be to be zero waste, right? Yes, it's a requirement. You have to be got it. A minimalist and a vegan. Got it. So do you get, like, a card whenever you become, like, an official vegan? Like, do you have, like, a business card or something? Yeah, it's kind of like an EBT card, but it says vegan. Oh, great. (laughs) You know, I want to convert all my friends to minimalism. Yeah. That's a good way. No, she does. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, well, since they've been staying with us, they've been helping us already minimalize our... Oh, my gosh. Like, literally, yeah. Like, we spent... We were already awake one night... And we just went through a bunch of my stuff that I didn't need and got rid of a good fraction of it. The process has begun. Like, it was wild. It was very cleansing. I don't know if I could go full minimalist, but we're getting there. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about going vegan, Well, you have my meat. So you have to have less than 28 items to be considered a minimalist? Oh, then yeah, no. No, ma'am. I have more shirts than that. I have more yep. 
Like I've been thinking about minimizing my house more by burning half of it down. Ooh. <laughs> that could be a good solution. Yeah. I mean, you want to I mean, live in a shed in the middle of nowhere in Colorado, so... Well, well, it's already 50 square feet, and that's just... It's so huge and wasteful, and I feel like I can get... Got it. Bye. Probably. That's... Person, <laughs> 50 is too much. Exactly. I get to sit on this road for 49 miles, BB! Buckle up! Yes! Love 49 miles. I hope you're ready to chat, ladies. That's not a very minimalist amount of miles. It's really not. It's the most maximum amount of miles. Cut down those miles, man. Mm-hmm. And remember to declutter the highway while you're at it. Oh, yeah. Declutter the highway. Just run everyone off the road. Got it. <laughs> It'll be fine. You can just go ahead, ram into the cars, and then shoot the passengers, and then let the animals get the people. And there you go. <laughs> Not there you go, minimum those, though, because those are vegans. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Is it like the, the vegan car you have to drive the Subaru? Yes, to be a vegan, it's a requirement you have to drive the Subaru. That that's what the that's what their logo their logo is for. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. It's actually veganism that makes Subaru a Subaru. <laughs> for like two minutes maybe but we were all relatively close to the door and and I'm walking to my room and I see a little gray fluffy tail sticking out of the door like like she's already outside and her her tail is inside so I'm like Bucky and I run and I couldn't grab her because she didn't want me to so I had to like herd her inside (laughs) she had to sheepdog her into the house yeah but that was that was it. That was her greatest. Bagheera tried to go outside, so I guess she thought, "Oh, since he's going, I can." go. Oh, she was probably thought because your son is a bad influence. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> he just wants to have fun. He needs a playmate, and he's not having it with Oliver. Well, it could be. By the way, we're playing fetch with Oliver <laughs> to try and keep him quiet. Yeah, he's so good. Fetching a sock. Great. We love children. No, we don't. Don't have children. We- Wait. No, never. Everyone sterilize yourselves. <laughs> Maria and I are not having kids for a reason. <laughs> You're not wrong, though. No. It's not I... a very minimalist thing to do, either. <laughs> to have kids. You're right! I just add to the population. Exactly. Okay. I mean, 20 animals is fine, but one kid, oh, forget it. <laughs> unacceptable. Just completely unacceptable. Yeah. One kid is equal to probably 500 animals. I'd much rather have There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oliver, we're trading you in for 500 animals. Sorry, Oliver. <laughs> Rip. It's fine. You'll be fine. He'll be fine. He won't even know. <laughs> he won't. Can I minimalist rant for a second? Yeah. Always. Go ahead. Oh, you have... All these people that will have maybe one or two kids and then 500,000 toys. Right now, Oliver is playing with napkins. That should say a finger, too. You don't need to buy these fancy toys and these expensive things for your kids. You just need to give them a water jug, which I witnessed after the hurricane, and napkins. Because that's all they care about. There you go. Maybe a stick to so many gifts and stuff, and I'm just watching them over there playing with an empty water jug, and I'm like, "You wasted your money. You could have spent eighty six bucks on your gift. Drank the water, giving the kid the jug. That's all he needed." Yeah, yeah, I do that. I started. You should have seen when we moved in here. The amount of toys he had was piled high, almost to the ceiling. Just two rows of toys. So. I downsized to this little three-door cubby. I think I did pretty good, because he doesn't even play with them. Like, and everyone, <clears throat> for Christmas, for his birthday, any holiday, they're like, he needs toys. I'm like, no, get him books. But now he has a ton of books. Yeah, now he has a ton of books. I'm like, hey, give me diapers, give me wipes. 
what's it like to date a non-vegan as a vegan? Oh, good. A non-vegan as a vegan. No, that was for me to answer. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Wait, okay. it's... Yeah. It's just terrible. It's horrible. Oh. But I feel like one day in the future, I can change her. <laughs> you know, I can make a better Marie that only eats spinach and doesn't have any protein. Oh, yeah. Got it. And we can wither away in a nursing home together. Yeah. And then I'll weigh more than you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Marie, I have a question. How was Earth Burger? Yes! Negative five out of ten. Oh, my God. <laughs> For what reason? They had cups. Oh, uh, uh, my God. Yeah. No, they still are. They didn't mm. sell the counter. It was awful. I bet. <laughs> and how was green? Oh, the worst. What's green? The it's another vegan restaurant in San Antonio. There was a bird that flew by and insulted me. <laughs> me. That's because birds are the devil. We talked about this last week. No, birds are so cute. No, if no, no. Then you have to love birds. Sorry, Good thing I'm not a vegan. And he'll get YouTube. I don't know if we've done it yet. Gotta do it. There's podcasts on there. Have well, we- we're not there yet, but hopefully soon, maybe. Hopefully soon. Maybe after this one, we can upload all three at once. And also, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened to the episodes that we've already posted on our most recent one. Uh, last week, we got 75 listens, at least through Anchor, and that's just Amazing! I never thought we'd get that far this quickly. And yeah, so that's ten. <laughs> so that's yeah. wild. So that's thank fun. you for listening. I hope you continue to listen and enjoy. List, <laughs> Angelica. We're not minimalist because we got seventy-five. Oh, you're right. That's okay. I don't want to be a minimalist in the listener count. <laughs> Recently, I uploaded a YouTube video and it got five views. That's pretty minimalist. Oh, good. So there you go. Yay. We love, we love minimal. Rove Plant Eater, by the way. Yeah, shameless plug. Also follow, also follow Rome Free Drink Tea if you want to keep up with Marie after this podcast is over. Girlfriend's amazing. Please follow her. Oh. Yeah. They're both very, very fantastic photographers. I just have to say, Lucille has her own photography. I love her. Like, for us, she runs and everything. Um, but they're both amazing. They're both extremely talented. So please follow them and give them lots of love and maybe commission Lucille to do things. <laughs> yeah, they're amazing. No, like, yeah. jokes aside, they're, her paintings are amazing. Yeah, like, they're just, they're exceptional. They're both just exceptional people. We love. And you should give them lots of love because we give them lots of love too. <laughs> Don't forget about Annika. Oh, also, go follow Annika with Just shameless plugs. We're bird walking. It's fine. All the shameless plugs. All the way. Also, in case it wasn't heard, Annika is A N I K A. The Nub Dog. Yeah. Amazing. The nub. She's so cute. She is. We got little nubs. I love her. I'm a little spooked out. <laughs> spooked out? Yeah, I've never been like on this road before, and now it's really dark for some reason like all the clouds rolled in and so like there's no sun. there's no light not even and, a street no because i'm on like i'm already like through laredo so like now i'm just on like open country road and it's so dark and i've we, never been here before and i am a little scared we love the setting of killer movies be really 
Sure to write in to, and that's why we drink about it. Catch me on Buzzfeed on Solve. Try putting on Coco. Oh, good. Your favorite movie. We love Coco in this house. We're going to have a whole episode about Coco, everybody. It's not going to be tonight, but get ready because it's going to be a long one and it's going to be a doozy. I think there's going to be a lot of mixed reviews on that one, but it's it'll be something. It'll be something. We're going to talk about Coco and Moana and some different things involving the two of them. question yeah go ahead to stay on topic yeah how has it been briefly living with a vegan minimalist it's actually been really interesting and beneficial because a we have the thing like i was talking about earlier where like we cleaned out a bunch of my stuff which i have been wanting to do but i didn't feel like i had time to do and a lot of times i didn't have the motivation to do so getting rid of that was really helpful, and I still need to go through some things, but, like, just having less to go through now already alleviates some stress off of me, and I've been very stressed. Um, as for the vegan aspect, it's actually, be, it's actually been really interesting because I'm far more aware of what I'm eating, you know what I'm saying? Um, because you have so many restrictions, both just within the general rules of veganism, but also because of, like, your health stuff. I have now become very aware of the things that I eat and the things that I buy and the things that might be in them. And, like, I haven't necessarily been making changes to the diet as I should be. But I am incorporating some things that I wouldn't usually and, like, trying to look for alternatives to things that I would usually get that's kind of a little bit more healthy and, like, maybe not necessarily vegan, but closer to that, whereas I wouldn't have done that ever on my own without you guys being here for, like, two weeks. We would not have. We would not have done that. I. Oh, I no. know with the <clears throat> with the watching uh, what we're eating because now every time I go out to eat, I'm like, well, I didn't need that. That wasn't good for me. Yeah. And it's also just and then- that when they came here, when y'all came here, you guys had all your stuff in one suitcase. Like that's both of your stuff in one suitcase. Like that's <laughs> that's bananas. Like how how? Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I have to decide clothes. what I want. Same. I can pack a full suitcase for like two days. <laughs> Oliver, <laughs> he just threw napkins on the phone. <laughs> but right now we're living out of a sedan, so everything fits in there without any issue. Most we mostly just use the trunk, and even that, it's not like it's jam packed. Wow. Yeah, it's got like so bags too with the toiletry bags camera bags but that's about our only other bags aside from the suitcase with all the clothes so and you guys have been traveling for how long a month ish how how long is your whole road trip lasting two months hopefully have enough items that like don't even fill up your trunk that's crazy to me and another good part of the whole being a minimalist, when people impulse buy, they're using money that could be going into an emergency fund or something like that. And yeah, us going on this road trip had an emergency fund and we had to dip into it because we're getting um, the alternator fixed because it blew. Right. That's wild. That's amazing. That's how we need to be, Tori. 
yeah, that's how I'm trying to be, but it's hard. <laughs> it's very hard. It's, a, it's certainly a hard transition, yeah. It's just, it's, I, I want tips, but I just, even when we get them, I'm kind of like, how do I even implement this? Yeah. Yeah. It's easier when somebody's here helping you, but then when you leave, I'm like, what? Yes. But... We just need to keep we just need to keep Marie and Lucille as our permanent life coaches and they're just gonna live with us forever and it'll be fine. Um, I can honestly say minimalism has really impacted my life so much and I'm so thankful for it. Veganism, like I, I don't I don't care. That hasn't really impacted my life. Animal lives, yes, but minimalism's really the thing that's helped me. What about you? Same. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, elaborate. I'm distracted by the child. Because he's just sitting here making noise and throwing papers. So I'm very, I'm very distracted. Silence. (laughs) You say I get distracted easily. I am a goldfish. It's fine. I'm a goldfish. Fish, you wake up. Wake up. Oliver. We love Nemo. We love Nemo. We stand Nemo. Do we? I do. I don't know about you. All right. We, so much. we can stand him. We can stand Nemo. Uh, he's not a minimalist. He's no. We have to teach you young. Yeah, we have to teach Oliver how to not how to be a minimalist because he's already making a bunch of clutter. Who Oliver? Yeah. Always great. Yeah, that's why my house. I mean, specifically, my room is never clean because it this happens the mess happens as soon as i clean it it's already like a hurricane went through it so i wait till he's asleep to clean it but then i'm also like why am i gonna clean it again he's just gonna throw everything back where it was and yeah constant battle between depression and wanting to do it me 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 me. you guys are on like this big like cross-country road trip thing how have you liked it so far where are some places that you've been in and all of that Tell us about it. Don't worry. Why me? Because both of you, either of you. I have the attention span of a goldfish. And we have been places. Alabama is full of trains. What? Alabama is full of trains. Trees or trains? Yes, trains. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> and awkward. We've basically we started in southern Florida, and then went through Alabama, Mississippi. We went to the French Quarter. Our first night, yeah. and we slept in a Walmart parking lot. Me. Yeah. You don't hang out in Walmart parking lots like some places I know. Hey, you know what? I was never one of the ones who hung out in the Walmart parking lot. Other kids from my high school, yeah, but that was never me. I would say, too. That's what I would say, too. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I would say I wasn't one. We literally stopped, I think, in Mississippi just to shower. It was, like, Biloxi or something, and then we left. Yeah, we went to here for two seconds. Yeah, for, like, two seconds, and then, you know, got Annika stuck in the sand. <laughs> Great. Because... <laughs> We're good dog moms and there you go. stroller. And nuts. Yes. <laughs> and nuts. And then we went to Texas and, well, to Houston, then Bay City. And now we're in San Antonio. Yeah. And we were supposed to. How do you like San Antonio? The alternator killed itself. Yeah. How do you like San Antonio? It's good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Houston sucks. San Antonio is far better. Yay! I agree. San I agree. My favorite city in America, probably. At least more Eastern. That's cool. That's really cool. Because Seattle's pretty cool. And Salt Lake yeah. is amazing. Still, though. It makes me happy that you rank San Antonio so high. Yeah, probably third. I hope everyone's ready for this episode to be long and full of nonsense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fine. 
They're going to be like, this episode is all over the place. But you know what? That's what this podcast is about. It's about whatever we want it to be about. You're right. And I mean, we as individuals are also all over the place. So it's pretty on brand for us. I just had the sweetest save, Oliver. <laughs> he slipped, and when he was slipping, I like caught his head midair, and he didn't hit it. <gasps> oh my gosh! Yeah, Mama Peter. That's what happens. Mama Hero. That's me. Hey, hey, hey. That's me. That's me. It me. Uh, I miss you guys. I miss you too. Why'd you have to go? Because you could have just stayed here and done a podcast with us. Well, I'm going to a funeral for a pretty close family member. And I'm the only one from my immediate family who's able to go. Because I'm the closest and it was very last minute because it all kind of happened very unexpectedly. So I'm gone for a good reason. But now we think you're just a traitor. Yeah, you just don't like us anymore. That's it. Oh, well, all right. That's fine. I'll be sure to tell my cousins that. Okay. That that's why I left. That I just hated you guys. Okay. With all the bills. It's fine. Oh, yeah. You got it. You got it covered, right? You're fine. Uh, I can barely afford so my house. <laughs> I mean, so I'm getting to Zapata a lot earlier than I thought that I was going yeah. to get. Because uh, I wasn't expecting to leave until... Uh, like an hour ago, but my students that I had they canceled, so I was able to leave early. So I was like, "Wow, I'm gonna be getting there so early. I could like do some homework before I go to bed." But honestly, I'm probably just gonna watch The Office. That's yeah, me. Oh shoot! You cameras. Good watches. Watch. <laughs> Can you tell I'm tired now? Yeah. Now you're tired. You guys stay up all. I was gonna say you're actually tired at a decent okay. hour. We have to wake up really early at like eleven thirty. At eleven thirty, we wake up really early at eleven thirty. We up at two or three in the afternoon, so so eleven thirty is early. Yes, that's gold. I mean, you were technically up earlier than that. You were up at six forty-five for a little bit. You said goodbye to us as we left. We took pictures and stuff. Yeah, you took a picture. You took hey. multiple pictures. You don't remember that? She doesn't remember it, Alelica. Seriously? That was literally today, Lucille. Wait, that was today? That was this morning. Yes, that was this morning. I don't remember this. Were you that tired? <laughs> do even look high. <laughs> I you even said that. You're like, I look high. That sounds like a thing Sleepy Me would say. <laughs> well, is this a glitch in the Matrix? Did this no, really happen? Special. <laughs> I have a bad memory. Me oh, too. Oh, you... Apparently. Wow, fascinating. Okay, you do too. Never would have guessed. Ever. Marie has a horrible memory. Shut up. And doesn't listen. Shut up. Sounds like me. There's a lot of cops on this little tiny road. <laughs> I hope you're not speeding. I'm not. I'm being watchful. Okay. Mostly because I don't know. So I have I a sleepy story. Um, this one time, Oliver, what are you doing? This one time, my dad called me. He so. <laughs> you know the story. I love this. Story. So. It was high school. I was still in high school. I had to get up for school, like, at 7 every day-ish. 7-ish. So, I guess it was a weekend, and I was sleeping in. And it's so, Okay, so, my girl tends to text me while she's asleep sometimes. And it's so funny because she won't remember the text messages. And I'll, like, be carrying on a conversation with her. And then she'll eventually wake up. And she's like, good morning. And I'm like, we've definitely been texting for like an hour. And she's like, we have? And then she sends what? sleepy texts where it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, like I can decipher them. But then I'm like, go back and read what you said. And she's like, I don't know what this means. Simon, <laughs> and then I started to introduce myself and like say what the assignment was. And then I, put, and then I pasted it. That's me. Why did you? 
What happened? I didn't hear Marie it. emailed a grocery list to her professor. Dang. She was introducing herself and then pasted a grocery list. Oh no! She's gay because there could be some awkward stuff on a grocery list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know what that um, means. Okay. Tampons, obviously, Tori. Oh. At Lola, sponsor us, please. Oh, maybe a diva <laughs> cup because they need extras. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. Oh. I had the pixie cup, and now I have the Athena cup. What is the difference? She has the Lena cup, or however it is, and or Luna, or whatever. And I'm falling asleep. Um, zero waste, good. Zero. (laughs) What even is the difference about a cup that you can shove up your vagina that will then tip your menstrual blood back into your body while you sleep? (laughs) Wait, I. Can like, you use it while you're sleeping? Well, duh. <laughs> I don't like that. I hate it. I hate it. I respect anyone who uses a menstrual cup, but that is not for me. That is not my life. I will never touch those in a thousand years. I cannot even imagine trying to do that. I hate every ounce of that. Me too. I don't like the fact that it can spill back into your body. That's so gross like i'm too germaphobic for that like i hate that i can't even That's think about that through your body right now like. and it's it's not like it's gonna go back into your cervix it would well, <laughs> it would just come out of the cervix but then the cervix the way it works is it won't go back in well it won't go back in but it'll go back into like to the, the- it just like rests there though. It like collects a puddle yeah, inside of you. On your vaginal wall. Oh don't like that. And yes. it it just it doesn't go back into your cervix. But still puddle. I don't care if it's in my cervix. I don't want it on my vaginal wall either. Where do you think it ends up with with um bad? Listen. Listen, 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 listen. I know the statistics and the science about my menstruation cycle. I don't like thinking about it because it is no man. I don't need to think about my ex shedding and my walls secreting. Just to change the subject. <laughs> I I can't do this topic anymore. Are you making you uncomfortable? Doing more uncomfortable right now. I should not be uncomfortable. I'm very sorry. Was it? Did the word secrete no, get you? Stop. <laughs> it was just the way Lucille described it's your not, period on a pad. Really I don't want to know. I don't want to know about it. I don't need to think about it. I'd rather see. It's just see. I don't care if you explain it. Like, yeah, my uterine walls are shredding. Okay, it's just when you describe when you describe it coming out of you. A pad. That's where it gets me. I don't want. It. I don't. Yeah, that's gross. that's too much. That's, that's too much. This is rated me. R. This episode is rated R. Sorry for. Apparently. Sorry for late notice. God. Work, work, Angelica. Work, work, Eliza. And Peggy. Sky Budgeting. Budgeting. That's part of my. Okay, yeah. Okay. How does one budget? Write all of the bills you have. Yeah. Set the paper on fire and live off rice to save money. That's what I need to do. I've been doing it. All- oh, now okay. Everything I spend, and I try to buy as little as humanly possible, and then I have a weekly food budget. And then because of this trip, the emergency fund, a gas budget, um, attractions budget, and then she goes into realistic details. So with the buying as little as possible, though, because I noticed that, like, you essentially go grocery shopping, like, every day. Like, you only buy enough to get you through, like, a couple of days. And no, then you go back to the store. Does it seem, like, old or annoying? Because whenever Tori and I go to the store, we get enough for, like, a How week to two weeks. Going bad. Not as much as you'd think. I mean, we've already thrown away, like, two things of fruits. And I it, but yeah. that's it though. I just hate wasting food and 
I'm one of those people, if I have food I don't care that much about and then go out and buy other food, I don't want to eat the food I don't like as much. So it's kind of a way to force myself to eat up what I have. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. So how do you start budgeting? Just, these are the bills I owe, but this is how much money I get weekly, and then just subtract add. Gotcha. That's what she does. I divide my bills up for the month by four, four weeks, and then I put that aside every Thursday, and then I take off like 40 or 50, whatever I want to budget to eat gas and stuff. And then the rest of it just gets thrown in savings. Mm-hmm. I made a chart all the way from 10 hours to 39 because I was bored at 6 a.m. and I just ripped apart my entire closet. What do you mean <laughs> 10 to 30 hours? Like working hours? Yeah. Or? Oh. Yeah, like, I can only I only work weekends and I only get like $120. And his day $90 yeah. a week. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I only get paid once a month, and I get a decent paycheck, but I'm only working, like, 20 hours in a month because I tutor, so that's a little hard, too, especially since I only get paid, like, that one time, and I have to go pick up the check physically, so it's not even something that just gets put into my bank account. Like, I have to put it in there myself. And over here, (laughs) I have an autoimmune disease, so those are a lot of fun, and basically a big part of it is holding a job is most difficult thing ever because places pretend they understand but then don't understand when you call out three days in a row so i can i'll go six months living off of savings and then when i'm feeling better i'll work and i'll just save every penny i can so honestly budgeting is really really important otherwise i have yeah, Maria and I are both happily debt-free. That'd be nice. That's amazing, yeah. I have more debt than I... I have a lot less. I've paid a lot off. I owe a lot less than I had when I started college, besides college loans. That's true. I now have debt officially this year. This is the first time. But it's fine. We'll get through it. <laughs> I made it to Zapata, by the way. Good. I'm in the city. All right. Well, thank you for listening to us ramble on for about an hour or however long this episode turns out to be. Uh, sorry to Tori for having to edit everything because we're Needed. insane. <laughs> uh, anyway, you can check us out on Instagram at Friends Don't okay. Let Friends Podcast. And also Got it. Facebook. Um, and I think it's at Friends Don't Let Friends Make a Podcast. And if yeah suggestions yes, or any input about anything you can email us at friends don't let friends podcast at gmail.com you can listen to us on most podcast platforms so spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, of course anchor which is our home base and be sure to give us uh reviews and rate us if you can please be kind and just remember at the end of the day make a podcast. friends don't let friends Make a <laughs> <laughs>